Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHerCon is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. She said in those uncomfortable moments, you can either fight, right, or you can flight, or you can stay. You can stop thinking it's about you, S-T-A-Y. Welcome, my friend, to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. And before we get into the show in today's episode, which I know you'll get a lot of value from because we're, we stay out of all the fluffy stuff and we get straight into the good stuff of real estate investing advice, I want to give a quick shout out to today's sponsor, and that's Patch of Land. Uh, they are making this show possible and they're making tons of flipping projects possible all across the country. If you don't know about Patch of Land, then they are the number one company to go to for uh, projects that you're flipping uh, because they have all the money available right now. Um, once you get approved for your your deal and yourself as a sponsor or a borrower, um, you're going to be funded by them. And then they go raise the money through their crowdfunding platform. So you don't have to worry about all that. They'll take care of the, the money and the funding for you. You just have to worry about making sure your project's, project's a success. Uh, they've got something really cool for you. So um, if you are just learning about crowdfunding, uh, they've come up with a guide. It's called the Top 10 Crowdfunding Questions Guide. And they're all the, the questions that you might be asking yourself. And they're all the answers. They don't leave you hanging. They've got answers too. All the answers to those, those 10 crowdfunding questions. So you can go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and get that guide. Uh, and if you think you know everything about crowdfunding, I check this guide out just in case because there are some interesting aspects that you'll learn. So go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and get that guide. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. This is the show where we get straight to the good stuff. It's actionable advice. We've, I've interviewed many previous best ever guests from Robert Kiyosaki to Barbara Corcoran, and we get straight to the good stuff of what is the best real estate investing advice ever on most shows. But on this show, it's Skill Set Sunday because it's Sunday, right? So on Skill Set Sunday, what I do is I either speak to you about a different skill, a certain skill set that I know will be beneficial for your professional business and real estate, or 
I bring a best ever guest on and he or she talks about a skill set that will be beneficial in your real estate business. And it's a specific skill set on the show we're going to talk about and it's going to help you be more effective and successful and grow. So with that being said, today we have one of my friends, Teresa Campbell. How are you doing, Teresa? I'm doing great. I know Teresa from, let's see, a couple years ago, we were both in a, a mastermind together, mm-hmm. and we just hit it off. You went to Michigan State, right? That's correct. Yep, go Spartans. My <laughs> great aunt would uh, kind of go against you on that. She's a big U of M fan. Um, <laughs> but but I'm, I uh, I like the Spartans, um, even though I like the Red Raiders even better, but there's no <laughs> conflict of interest there, I know. I was born in, in Flint, Michigan, so uh, a little bit down the road from where you went to school. Mm-hmm. And a little bit about Teresa before we get into it. And by the way, Right after I get done with her bio, she's going to tell you very succinctly what you're going to get out of this episode, and then we're going to back up into the actual content, because I think it's important to know the skill set that you're going to get out of this episode. But before she does that, let me set the groundwork and, and, and talk her up a little bit. She's a founder of Her Life, Her Legacy, where she brings high-achieving, remarkable women into the life they dream of, but fear they can't have. She's a transformational coach. She's really good at marketing. She's a marketing strategist, and she's the author of the book called Dying to Live, A Smart Woman's Guide to Loving Her Life and Living Her Legacy. She's based in Orlando, Florida, and she's also the host of Let's Talk Legacy Show. So, Teresa, really, really glad that we're able to connect on this show, and I'm excited to hear about what you have for us. And then also I'm excited to have a conversation with you because we haven't caught up in a while. So it's gonna be nice. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. It's gonna be nice to talk to you too. So you wanna let the best ever listeners know what is a skill set we're gonna talk about today. And then at the end of the episode, what are they gonna be able to do because they've shared their time with us? Oh, perfect. Yeah. So best ever listeners, the skill that we're gonna talk about today is the skill of listening, but we're not going to talk about it in the context that you're probably thinking like, okay, yeah, I need to be a better listener. I have two ears, one mouth, therefore I should, no, we're not going to do that. We're actually going (laughs) to talk about a different word that we're going to use for listening that's going to help you be that much more effective in both your professional relationships as a real estate investor, as well as your personal relationships. And what I mean by more effective is it will help you to achieve the results that you're looking for in that moment when you're really listening, but I'm going to tell you the next word that we're going to use to replace listening, Um, help you to be effective in that moment, but then it will also position you to have the results that you're looking for, not just in that moment, but also into the future. So not just short-term game, but long-term as well. So that's a little bit about what we're going to chat about today. Did you want me to tell them anything more, Joe? Oh, I I, I think that's great, and, and thank you. I mean, it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway, mm-hmm. that listening is the foundation of relationships. It really is. Listening and giving, I think, are the, the foundational elements of relationships, and if somebody has just turned us off because they didn't want to listen about listening, then they're the ones that probably need it the most. Right. <laughs> but then for all the best ever listeners who I know are interested in this, I mean, this is how we're going to be able to 
build the relationships because we're listening and we're acting appropriately and we're ultimately we're always solving somebody's problem. We're not trying to make a transaction. We're not trying to close a deal. When we are buying something, then we're trying to solve the seller's problem. And when we're selling something, then we need to listen to what the buyer is looking for and know how to position our property appropriately to maximize its value. I think that's really important too. So this is going to be great. So how should we start out? How do you want to start this out, Teresa? Okay. Well, I want you to take everything, best ever listeners, that Joe just said about how important listening is. And now I want to give you the skill set. And the skill set that we can imagine this like, you know, tool belt around us, and we're all going to become like ninjas, if you will. <laughs> and this tool that I'm, I want to teach you is actually not called listening, but listening also equals a word called fear. S-I-E-R. And this is an acronym. I love acronyms because they really help me to ground in remembering what it is that I'm supposed to be doing, especially in that moment when, as Joe said, we're not just looking for a transaction. We're really looking to transform somebody's life and, and their world and help them achieve their goals and get whatever it is that they want. So when we fear, so we're going to replace the word listening with fear, S-I-E-R, and I have to give credit where credit is due. I, I learned this from my mentor, a man named Dr. Rick Bommelje, who is like, he's been studying listening for over 30 years. So he is the one who taught me how to fear. And fear stands for, the S stands for sense, as in using all of your senses to take in the message. So what is the person in front of you? What are you hearing? What are you, what are, like, if you're using your five senses, what are we talking about? What do you hear? What do you see? What do you taste? What do you smell? What are you touching? Like within that moment. So that's the S. The I stands for interpret. So you're taking in a message, and we will use an example. And you're you're interpreting what the person is saying, right? And you want to be able to kind of ask clarifying questions in this moment. And then you want to E, evaluate what you've just heard. And then you want to be able to respond. And a lot of times, most of us don't go through these four steps, and we instantly react. And I just snapped my fingers because somebody might say something or a best ever listener, as Joe had mentioned, might have heard, oh, we're talking about listening. Boom. They're out of here. They're already reacting. They're not even responding. They're reacting to, oh, I'm taking in half of this message. But let me tell you, if we slow everything down in our world, especially when it comes to the people that we're looking to serve or the people that we're looking to be in relationship with, especially an investor, we want to be able to slow everything down and really fear the situation. So what is this person saying? And how, what am I hearing? What am I, you know, interpreting and kind of taking it through my own lens? Am I being judgmental because I don't feel like I need to use listening, right? And maybe I could ask some clarifying questions, then I can evaluate this message, and then I can effectively respond in a way that serves me in this moment, as well as the other person, but into the future. So when I'm working with anybody, whether, you know, I'm, I'm asking myself, especially if I'm triggered, this works really well when you're triggered, take a deep breath and let's fear. What do you mean by triggered? Triggered is where somebody might say something that makes you feel uncomfortable or that makes you feel like you want to just like, oh, this person doesn't know what they're talking about. That's the moment where you feel like where I'm going to encourage you to take out this skill set 
of steering and stay in that discomfort and actually understand what's going on. How are you interpreting it? Ask those clarifying questions. So Joe, did you really mean when you said X, Y, and Z, and then I need to evaluate once I'm clear, then I can respond. We never want to react because when we would just react to the information that we're taking in, it really often doesn't bode well for anybody in the long run. So I'd like to hopefully, Joe, if we could maybe use an example or role play or do something and I can try to. Yeah, let's role play. (laughs) I like it. Very cool. So where do we want to begin? So we can just, you can ask me, what would you like to, this is totally like role playing. So. All right. How about, let's talk about my favorite thing I did this past weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was, I went to the Cincinnati Zoo with my girlfriend. We did a first, our first annual animal day mm-hmm. where we wore something that represented the other person's favorite zoo animal. <laughs> Mine's a, a hippo and hers is polar bears. Mm-hmm. So we, we both represented each other's animals and we had popcorn and, and saw some cool things. Awesome. So... I'm listening. I'm steering you right now, right? I'm, I'm listening, but I'm effectively steering. So I'm sensing, right, if we're using the S, that you shared this story with me because you wanted me to really understand something that's important to you, right? So spending quality time with your girlfriend, actually having it be meaningful to you. So you're having this animal day and then you're actually caring enough to take it to the next level and actually wear something that's representative of the other person's animal. So now I'm interpreting. Is that accurate? Like, I'm going to ask you some questions. Yeah, that's accurate. Okay, so that's accurate. And now I'm going to evaluate what you just shared with me. So tell me more about this experience. So now I'm going to ask you some follow-up questions, right? So why did you choose to share this with me? I know we're role-playing, but how do you feel that this example supports your message? I just wanted to talk about my weekend and, you know, share with you some of the things that uh, I did this weekend because I think ultimately, while business is important, the most important thing is uh, family and loved ones Mm -hmm. and taking care of ourselves. And then everything else trickles down from there Uh, and our spirituality, obviously, too. Um, Everything else trickles down from there. That's awesome. So now I can respond by saying... I think that's incredible that in this world that we live in where it's constantly about, you know, closing the next deal or just success is defined for whoever's listening to this, like our own views of success. And we can, it sounds like, get a little bit tunnel vision sometimes. And maybe there's an opportunity for us to pay attention to the things that matter to us most and not in a way that allows us not to be fully present. And the intention with which we bring to our relationships, both personally and professionally, can ultimately enhance all of our lives. So I imagine you and your girlfriend had a blast. I imagine some of these best ever listeners might be thinking about how it is that maybe they can enhance their personal life or maybe just enhance their professional relationships when they start to slow down, really sense what's going on, interpret it for themselves, evaluate really what is this about, and then respond appropriately from there. So that's how we see it. And I appreciate you so much for, for playing and allowing me to put you on the spot and come up <laughs> with an example like that. But that's how, um, in all honesty, that's what I do when I'm working with anybody, especially if I'm coaching somebody around sales. I am constantly 
telling them to slow down and fear? What is the person actually saying based off of, like, what's, what's the message behind the message or what's the goal behind the goal? And oftentimes we hear what somebody says on the surface, like, my goal is to close whatever many deals or this, many, this million dollars in investment properties or whatever, right? But what's the goal behind the goal? And I promise you, if you can slow down and fear and actually sense, interpret, evaluate, and then respond, you will be able to get to the heart of whatever it is of the person who you're engaging with. And then you'll be able to just, you'll probably go in a totally different direction, but the results will be that much better. But I definitely, definitely recommend steering, especially in arguments. <laughs> if you're in, you know, like a contentious situation with somebody in business, and then you can also steer yourself. Like if you're feeling uncomfortable, like those are those five senses, like you might be sweating or your heart might start beating fast and you're like, hmm, I'm sensing this is what's going on in my body. Like, what's this all about? Maybe I'm feeling scared. Why am I feeling scared? Well, maybe I'm, you know, afraid to talk to this millionaire and he might think I'm, you know, nothing, but I'm here to ask him to invest in my business because having these properties is important to my future because I really care about children and giving back. And I want to be able to give back in a really big way. You don't know that unless you actually fear. Most people stay at that first level because it's safe and just what the person tells them. But if you can slow down, if you can fear, then everything changes. Have you read the book Blink by Malcolm Gladwell? I have. It was a while ago. I have. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that book. And um, I'm, I'm trying to reconcile the, his approach mm-hmm. to you can make a quick, informed decision in the blink of an eye. Um, based on the collective experiences that we, we've gathered throughout life and what he calls thin slicing mm-hmm. to what Sear is doing where you're stopping and you're literally thinking through this process mm-hmm. and you're asking yourself a bunch of questions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think of that? I think it's a practice. I think it would be, I think what's funny when you kind of peg it against Malcolm Gladwell's work is there's that gut instinct, there's that decision. And then ultimately in the book, he kind of, if I remember correctly, it's been over 10 years since I read that book. But within the context of blink, a blink is like blinking is, is very rapid. But ultimately, what he was saying was that first instinct, wasn't he saying it was is pretty accurate, or it was yes, representative of the ideals of maybe a group of people or a situation. But what I'm saying is, any and everything can be challenged if you actually slow down, really slow down and start evaluating some of those snap judgments, some of those knee-jerk reactions, and then respond appropriately. Because some of the examples in that book weren't exactly positive ones, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I think there is time to um, do those quick decisions. And there's also time, especially whenever you have the time to have the approach where you're you're sitting down you're 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 thinking through things because everybody in real estate comes across challenges mm-hmm. and they're like how the heck do I get over this like what's going on how do I grow my business or how do I close this deal mm-hmm. or how do I sell my property and consciously going through this process mm-hmm. 
and asking ourselves questions and then asking more clarifying questions to ourselves, I, I think will be helpful. Oh, yeah. To kind of bring to the surface some things. Helpful, but I will not sugarcoat this because I know you said you kind of cut through the fluff. Helpful, but extremely uncomfortable, especially if you know that maybe an investment that you've selected, because you know in your gut if it was the right thing to do or not. And there's always, you just know, and maybe how you got the deal, the way you went about it. I mean, and I'm not, I'm not implying like shady business, you know, what I, you know what I'm saying? But what I'm, what I am saying is fearing slowing down and sitting with some of these questions that can be really challenging is not for the faint of heart. It's not easy, but it is 100% of the time totally worth it because the result in the moment as well as in the future is one that you can be happy to go to bed every night knowing that you And that's in the smallest interactions as well as the biggest interactions. When's the last time you used this method and what was it for? I used it in a mastermind meeting on Wednesday and in that session with these people, we were helping somebody through a challenge and what it ended up forcing me to do was really not to say a lot of anything because as I was being quote unquote triggered in the moment, the only response that I would have had would have been a reaction that probably wouldn't have been helpful for the situation. And because I was able to interpret what was actually happening and evaluate what I was fearing, at the end of the day, what was going on inside of me had nothing to do with the person who was really seeking help and everything to do with me and my own journey (laughs) as a leader and as somebody who helps people. And the response was really to say nothing in that moment. Isn't that usually the case where it's usually not about the other person, it's about how we interpret that what the other person's saying or doing. Mm-hmm. And if you're trying to close a deal, if you're trying to make or build a relationship, a healthy and a thriving relationship with somebody, in my experience, the only way that that's done is authentically, like real true connection where a foundation and element of trust is there. And people, especially these days, they're so highly, highly sensitive to people who don't have good intentions or to people who aren't clear or to people who aren't honest that this has actually allowed me to grow very close to people very quickly because of how it is that I show up in the world when I fear. And a lot of times you can fear pretty quickly because the person might, you and you see it every day, like you ask somebody, hey, how are you doing? And they say they're good, but you know they're not because you can see it in their eyes. So just because the person said that they were good, if you're using your senses, what are you seeing? What are you hearing? Is their voice shaking when they're saying good? Are they not looking you in the eye? Like there are so many other elements to our communication that come into play that just that change the whole game if you're willing to slow down and fear and go into these uncomfortable places. Yeah, I, I think that's the key to all this where it's a way to authentically connect with people mm-hmm. because we're putting ourselves in their position by filling out the circumstance, by interpreting what they're saying, making sure we understand what they're saying so that we're really, really inside them mm-hmm. on what they're communicating. And then then we step outside a little bit back to our side of the, the table and we evaluate it. Then we respond. It's almost like you're jumping in their body first, mm-hmm. making sure you understand where it's coming from. Then you're jumping back out of their body into yours <laughs> and then you're responding. 
Yeah, wow. That was like that. With, with that sound effect. <laughs> yeah, just like the ninja, exactly. And I think that... I think that approach is beautiful for when you first meet people. I think this strategy is really good for when you're meeting people, maybe at an investor meetup mm-hmm. um, or where, hell, wherever, doesn't matter, wherever you meet them. And then it's also good for when there's a conflict, like you said. And I'll, I'll throw in a, a bonus tip based on a book that I love and I highly recommend. I've read it probably about five times. It's a book called Crucial Conversations. Mm, yep. And they talk about when the the opinions vary and the stakes are high to establish what they call mutual purpose. When you establish a mutual purpose with someone, then you both mutually want that purpose or that outcome and then you build up from there. And I think using that plus this uh, would be a very powerful way to get through any negotiation, to authentically connect with people, and to resolve any conflicts that uh, we you know, inevitably come across. So thank you for sharing this. Can I add one more acronym to the mix? <laughs> yeah, sure. In those uncomfortable moments, I heard this from um, Susan Leahy, who does um, leadership talks for, for different groups. And she said, in those uncomfortable moments, you can either fight, right, or you can flight. Or you can stay. You can stop thinking it's about you. S T A Y. And when you're steering, I'm like, I'm like laughing in my head. I'm like, how many more acronyms can we throw at these people? Best ever listeners. This was not part of the plan. But when you're steering and it does get uncomfortable, or you're jumping in from outside of you into the other person and back again, I promise you, when you stop thinking it's about you and you get into that other person's world that sale or that whatever it is that you're looking for will happen more times than not. Because last time I checked, no sale ever happened in, when I was in the world thinking it was all about me. Oh, yeah. It always happens in the other person's world. So hopefully that's helpful. It is really helpful. I'm glad you mentioned that. It is never about us. It's all about the other person and how they're interpreting what's happening, what's going on in their life behind the scenes that we have no clue about. Mm -hmm. If somebody doesn't call us back, it's not about us. It's about them. It might be because we haven't shown them that we should be a priority based on the amount of value we can bring in their life. But ultimately, it is about what's going on in their life. And so many misunderstandings and uh, issues come as a result of us thinking we've done something wrong or we didn't do something uh, or we didn't do something that we're supposed to or what's going on. It's 99% of the time it's about what's going on in their head mm-hmm. and how they're interpreting things and, and also what's going on in the background because they've got a lot going on too. So thank you for being on the show and, and talking about this. Of course. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun. Yeah, I, I love talking this stuff, and I'm glad that you're able to join us. Is there anything that you want to mention in, in closing to the best ever listeners that we haven't talked about already? No, just best ever listeners. Just keep doing your best and showing up and using the skills that Joe brings on to the Skillset Sunday show. I'm pretty sure, I'm 100% sure, actually, after having feared my friend here for the past few years that he wouldn't share anything with you that wouldn't exponentially increase your potential, earning potential, like just potential as a human being. So I just encourage you to highly listen and fear and keep rocking it out in the world. You guys are fantastic. Thanks a lot, Teresa. And and lastly, where can the best ever listeners get a hold of you? You can find me hanging out at www.herlifeherlegacy.com. 
All right. Thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Crowdfunding. You've heard about it. Now it's time for you to learn about it. Our best ever sponsor today, Patch of Land, they're the leading expert in the crowdfunding space, and they've got all the answers to all of your crowdfunding questions. Go to patchofland.com forward slash best ever and get your copy of the top 10 answers to the top 10 crowdfunding questions. That's P-A-T-C-H-O-F-L-A-N-D dot com forward slash best ever.